My name is Jamie Atkinson, founder of podcastclosing.com, and this show is built for six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts who are looking to grow and scale their customer acquisition using that show. If you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast and you want to get featured on this show to talk about your own podcast journey, go to top100interview.com. Now over to your glamorous host, Brittany Chaterbock, and don't forget to subscribe for daily interview content. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. I have a really exciting um, guest coming on today with a good interview ahead of us. So the guest I'm bringing on, Karen Yankovich, is a LinkedIn and PR success strategist. Uh, she's also the host of Good Girls Get Rich podcast with a genuine desire to help more women create wealth. So we're going to have a great conversation today. How's it going, Karen? Welcome to the show. Uh, thanks so much for having me, Brittany. It's going well. It's going really well. I'm so excited to be here. Good. It's such a pleasure to have you. You know, before we dive into any any of our topics, would you mind just taking us back and telling us a bit of your story and journey? How did you get to where you are today? Yeah. So, you know, it's a little bit of an interesting story because my background is in IT sales. And when I was in IT sales and 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 consulting, I was very often the only woman in the room, like back in like the, you know, early 2000s and maybe nine, late 90s. So I had, to, I, I didn't realize that this was a skill I was developing, but I had to really be confident about my, my skills and my ability, because if I didn't, if I didn't stand up for myself, I would have been completely ignored. I mean, so so what it taught me was how to just confidently show up in a room, how to how to really elevate my brand, how to how to make sure everybody knew that I knew what I was talking about. And when I shifted my business to more online marketing, because um, just the technology world I was in changed so much, I just naturally started drifting people to their personal brands, right? Like I, I truly believe that when your personal brand is elevated, it immediately elevates your business brand. But people automatically start building their business brand, right? But because of my background, I didn't realize that not everybody else had that skill, right? Like I kind of felt like, well, everybody knows how to do that, but I realized they didn't. So I started to naturally gravitate to LinkedIn because LinkedIn was where our personal brands lived online and where we could really shine a light on what made us different from everyone else, on what, what we did that was unique and, and, and how to confidently shine a light on that brand. Eventually, my business started to solely focus on LinkedIn and not generally online marketing um, and, and got infused with PR a few years ago when I started to realize that many of the people that I were working with are in some kind of transition, right? Doing what they've been doing for years and years and years, lots of expertise, but they needed to just have more credibility, right? So what the PR piece gives us is credibility. So what I've been doing now is I, from that journey, I basically took everything I've learned and now I help people really create a strong personal brand, something that, you know, creates more, more impact, more impact, more income and, you know, more influence so that they can build the kinds of business and life that they really deserve to have. This is incredible. I love it. So do you mind diving into the services you deliver and how you go about delivering them exactly? Yeah. So, you know, I, I've created a, a system that kind of starts with credibility, right? Your profile and some publicity so that you've, you're featured in newspapers and magazines. I mean, if you throw my name in a Google search, 20 pages comes up and that gives me credibility and that's completely crafted, right? Um, and then we move on to connections, building out your network. We've known our 
we've known since we were born, we're hearing things like, it's not what you know, it's who you know. Your net worth is determined by your network. You're the sum of the five people you surround yourself with, right? So we know all these things. We've heard this forever. Yet when we create our marketing plans, we're doing things like, let me figure out how to post. How do I get more eyes on my post? I'm like, no, no, no. How do we get more cool people in your network, right? Um, and then from there, having actual conversations with them. How do you actually have conversations? How do you build you know, how do you build those connections and get on the phone with people? My, What's more most important to me for everyone I work with is how many calls you have on your calendar, not how many people saw your post, right? Because that's where the opportunities are. And I think that, you know, as we're moving into 2023 and beyond, what we're seeing is marketing needs to be more um more personalized, right? The noise that happened when the pandemic hit, the online noise got deafening. So what used to work with just lots of posts is not working as well anymore. So we need to be more intimate with our marketing and LinkedIn is where we do that. So when I work with people, it doesn't matter how I work with them. That's the process we go through. And I, and I, you know, basically I only work with people two ways. I've got a 12 week course that I, that I offer to teach you the, teach you to fish, right? I want you to know exactly how to create this process for yourself because once it's created, it's so simple to keep it moving. And that's where the power is and, and growth in your business. Or I work with people privately, you know, again, same process. It's just different levels of access to me. Um, we've also, the only other thing we offer, because so many of the people, LinkedIn is unique in social media, if you even want to call it social media, and that they are very, very, um, they really cut, they really lock down on not letting anybody but you log into your profile. And there's lots of people that have all these crazy things that try to get around it. But at the end of the day, LinkedIn knows if somebody other than you is locking into, logging into your profile. So, so how do you then, how do you do all this yourself when you're trying to run a business and you're trying to leverage your time and grow your brand? So we created a um, LinkedIn and PR virtual assistant training program and certification program to certify virtual assistants to help their powerful clients with a system that doesn't need them to log into LinkedIn, but can help their clients powerfully identify these people, do the research on who they need to build their network with, and then feed them the opportunities and the messaging and things like that. So it's all really around how do you get more people on your calendar, but I want to do it in a way that that is as simple as possible um, and powerful as possible for um, my clients. Incredible. Now to get people, uh, what is your strategy for getting more people on the calendar that are, you know, a, a good fit? And, you know, is it through the visibility that your clients are getting through LinkedIn or do you want to dive into that? A bit yeah. Deeper? Well, you know, here's the thing. If you, you know, this is a podcast we're talking about, we've talked about podcast, like I have a podcast and, you know, one of the things that we, that we teach our students is how to be interviewed on more podcasts, right? But it's not just how to be interviewed on more podcasts, but how do you build relationships with the podcast hosts, right? So, so finding, doing research on 20 podcasts, maybe that you want to be interviewed on, but then connecting with the host. Do you, are you like everyone listening? Do you connect on LinkedIn with the hosts of your favorite podcasts, you know, and, and tag them and post comments like loved episode 42 of whatever podcast and tag the host. And like, it doesn't happen as often as you would think. So when you're doing that for your favorite shows, the podcast host is going to see that they're going to appreciate that. And that's how you start to build relationships with other podcast hosts to help you then potentially maybe be a guest on their show. And we're doing it by providing them value, not just by pitching these random pitches, right? So, so that's like one way to build your network, like build your network full of the most powerful people in your industry, right? By providing value to them. 
There's so many other ways. There's never a reason to reach out to people cold. There's so many other ways to do this. But you know, another thing that so many people overlook is their existing network. That's low hanging fruit. If you've done the work on creating a great profile for yourself and you've really got to do that first, reach out to look through your network. There might be, I'm not, I don't want you to do this times a hundred. I want you to like maybe find two or three or five people a week that you're already connected to. And maybe you'll see, wow, I thought they worked here. I guess they changed jobs or, you know, last we talked, they were doing this. I wonder what they're up to now. Genuinely just reconnect with these people. And these are how you start to build your calendar. Do it, you know, like research this, do this very mindfully. You don't want to just have random calls on your calendar, but you also want to be open to where these go, right? You, you, sometimes you're just going to book the call because you know the person knows great people. And the best calls are like, here's what I do. Who do you know? Right. Versus here's what I do. Give me your credit card. So building relationships from that perspective, true networking um, is really what we teach in all of our programs. Love it. I think it's so important to like, you know, do your research and stuff like that and make a conversation and follow up with these people and keep those connections open, but with a good relationship to show that you care right. and you're interested and it's not just salesy, you know, so love it. The relationship part is the most important thing. You know, if they like, know, like, and trust you, there you go. Yeah. And you know, Brittany, when we're talking about this, we're not talking about like, I like to say, like, we're flipping the funnel. I'm not talking about, like, selling a pen and then doing tripwires to get up to your $20 thing. I'm talking about what is the juiciest, most profitable service you offer. And focus on that first, because that's where the right. that's where you need to have call. You can't have calls to sell a $3 pen to somebody, right? But you can right. have calls to sell a $10,000 coaching package to somebody. And that's where, that's why this is so profitable. We're not focusing on the low end stuff. We're focusing on the, the juiciest services you have. And LinkedIn absolutely can get you on to, can be, you can build a network full of people that can have you consistently signing contracts for those juicy, those juicy options you have. Absolutely. Love it. So tell us a little bit more, Karen, about, you know, maybe if you want to dive into your, your podcast, what were your intentions behind it? Yeah. So, you know what, I've been blogging for a while and I'm not, you know, I'm not really a writer as much as I love to just gab. Right. So I decided I want to have a pod, I wanted to have a podcast and I, I took forever to figure out what I was going to talk about. Cause I didn't want it just to be like the LinkedIn show, right? Like I wanted it to have some juice to it. Right. So really when we came up with the name, good girls get rich, it really focuses on, I know that when you build a brand around what you love to do, what you're good at, what you, not what you think you should be doing, but what you love to be doing and what you're really good at, and you shine a light on that, that's when the abundance comes into your life. It's, you know, we're not trying to fit a square peg in a round hole here. Like make it easy for yourself, create a business around what you love to do and what you're really good at. And there's a business for everything, right? We have one of the, one of my superpowers is helping people come up with their big, fat, juicy offers around absolutely any business that they want, because there's, we want more. We, what we don't want is more like, videos in our hard drive. What we want is yeah. less information now and more transformation. So you can build a higher ticket opportunity around that transformation opportunity. And um, that's why we did the podcast around that. Cause I wanted, I wanted women to understand that we have to, we have to be better at promoting ourselves. 
And we can do that in a way that just like, I love this. I'm good at this. I want to help you with this. Love it. Yeah. Podcast is a great way to go ahead and, you know, have those conversations and the connections. How do you feel about the connections having a podcast? Does it just, do you feel like, you know, these connections are something you can't get without a podcast? I mean, you know what? It's so, it's so is. So I I like a kind of little bit of a funny story very early on. Like I think she's less than episode 10. I was at a training and somebody played a video, um, a YouTube video at the training that the the speaker, the, the person hosting the moderating the event posted a video of this woman by the name of Myrna Valerio. And she is a long distance runner and she's a big woman. And I think it's called something like fat girl running or something like that. And it was this great video. And before I left there, I tweeted her and I said, I just saw this video. I love your story. I want to have you on my podcast. And she like in five minutes, she said, sure. I'd love it. Like, I, I I think I had four episodes out. I had, and here I am reaching out to people that I did not know, but I loved her story. I wanted to tell her story on my podcast. And she said, yes, like immediately, right? So, so it gives you this vehicle to just have these amazing conversations with people that you just never would have had an opportunity to talk to otherwise, you know? So just building these really fun relationships um, with just, beautiful, amazing women, you know, and men, I've had a few men on the podcast as well. Love it. And also what about YouTube celebrities? Did you have any, well, that was like Myrna, like that's like Myrna Valerio. Like she was like, okay, so that's an example. Yeah. Her video like was seen by like, it was like, it was like an NBC video. It was like something crazy. And I was like, what do I have to lose? I'm just going to tweet her. And I tweeted her and she was like, yeah. And, 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 you know, like, just, we have the opportunity to do this. And, you know, the reality here is that I think most podcast hosts forget sometimes is we are the media as a podcast host. We are the media. We have a microphone in our hands, right? So, so you can, you know, people want to be asked to be interviewed. So ah, think, reach for the stars, right? Reach for the stars. A hundred percent. And don't be afraid to, I think a lot of people get nervous, you know, especially podcasting. I hear this all the time, you know, nervous to get started for one, never mind to see who's going to go on your show, this and that reach for the stars. Like you said, it is so important to do that. The opportunity and connections are endless and it's everybody just set that fear aside and just do it. <laughs> yeah. And you know, you know? Here's the thing, Brittany, though, you, as you do, one of the things that you have to do first though, is you have to establish your own credibility, right? You yeah. have to have a great LinkedIn profile at the time. I don't even know why I use Twitter instead of LinkedIn, but I, maybe I couldn't find her on LinkedIn, but I distinctly remember it being Twitter, but you know, you have to, you, you, you can't just like look like you have dust bunnies on however you're reaching out. And if you reach out via email, they don't know anything about you. Right. So they're just getting this cold email from somebody. If you reach out via LinkedIn, your profile does a lot of the heavy lifting towards establishing your credibility. So it gives you a lot more opportunity to, to dive deeper. I had somebody ask me today, they wanted to get to, um, Gail, oh, I can't remember her last name, Gail, Oprah's best friend, Gail. They wanted to get to her producer. And I'm like, well, let's do it. Let's see how close we can get with your second degree connections. And, you know, like, so, and you you will be able to do that if you, if you think big enough and you just dive in and look credible. Absolutely. And another thing is like um, having a podcast for a while and whatnot and being consistent, like that's going to build your credibility as well and, and your authority. Right. So yes, LinkedIn yeah. and that works so well together, you know? Yeah. So yeah. tell us a little bit about, you know, do you monetize your podcast or have you yet? Or is that something, you know what, our best students in our She's Linked Up program come through the podcast. And, and tell me a little bit about be- that process. 
Yeah. So you know what? It's, it's, I mean, at the end of every show, I say, if you want to know what it looks like to get some help with this, here's how you book a call with us. Right. So people book calls with us. And when people, the, when they, when they call me, when they book a call and we get on the phone with them and they say, I'm a podcast listener, they practically already have their credit card in their hand. They're just like, I just need to know how this works. Like, what's the best way to work with you? You know, so because I've established the credibility, they already understand my point of view. They already understand my energy and they've decided that we're a match. Right. So, so, you know, when I first started the podcast, I really thought I was going to have, I have, you know, I have a pretty big audience. I really thought I was going to have all these billions of downloads and I was going to get billion dollars worth of sponsors and I was going to do all this stuff. It couldn't be further from the truth. You know, we get, you know, right. Like I have no interest right now in having any sponsor other than my own business, because that is where I, you know, that's, I mean, our, we are, we enroll people in our business and our, in our program every single week that have come through the podcast. So, and those calls are so much, are there such beautiful calls because they're already like kind of pre-sold versus people like maybe saw me, you know, like watched a webinar or something or saw me on social media and, and reached out that way. They don't have that same no like, and trust factor that the people that come through my podcast have. So I no longer worry about download numbers. I no longer worry about, I do want them to increase because obviously if I have beautiful people coming from my podcast, I just want more beautiful people. Right. right. But I'm not doing it because I was like, I have to hit this number so that I can get this sponsor so that I can make $50. I mean, our programs are multiple thousands of dollars and we get, you know, several enrollments every week from our podcast. Love it. Yeah. I, I agree with you with the downloads. Oh, downloads don't freaking matter. Uh, I mean, they of course, they people get it confused. I find where they think, you know, downloads equals more, you know, revenue for the business or whatever. Uh, that is not true. That is not true. I, we actually worked with someone who <laughs> she had so many downloads. She had a lot, like, um, I think she had 1.3 million and she's like, this is great. This is great. But she wasn't scaling the business from the podcast with those downloads. She's like, okay, this is weird. Like I'm not booking really that many calls as many as I thought I would with the amount of downloads I have. And it was, you know, I think people get confused with the numbers um, of the downloads where it doesn't mean that you're going to drive money when you have more downloads to the business from the podcast. Um, What it is, is do you have a high ticket offer? Are you attracting the right people? Right. And if you're, if you're, you know, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. The podcast gives people an opportunity to see if they enjoy your energy. Listen, I am from New Jersey. I talk fast. I am pretty... (laughs) I have opinions that are pretty, that I have pretty strong opinions on things. If that's not a fit, I'd much rather we know that going in than Uh finding that out later. Right. So people that, you know, people that reach out to me from the, and I have had people come through ads and like, we have multiple channels of how we bring people into our program, but the absolute most, most, you know, the simplest enrollments are the people that come through the podcast. Yeah. And isn't it nice getting someone come to you, book a call and being like, oh, I've listened to your podcast for, you know, two, three months already. And you had no idea. Right. But it just shows you that, hey, this is working, you know, that's exactly. So even if your download numbers are like in the, 
double digits and not in the, even in the triple digits or whatever. It doesn't matter because all no. you need is the right people to be listening and the right you know, people and, attracting the right fit people exactly. that are good for, fit for you and you're a good fit for them. Um, exactly. and yeah, so when that, when we worked with that lady who was a little confused as to whether the downloads meant money or what it was, we simply tweaked a few things and she started attracting, you know, those high-end entrepreneurs that she wanted to work with that could afford her program. And then her calendar was booking up. So, you know, it's just making a few tweaks and not being so focused on those downloads, you know? So I love that we had that conversation because it's, it's, it's so true. It's so true. Right. And, you know, it, I mean, to be completely honest here, um, my downloads from January to December of 2022 are, have dropped. And our enrollments have okay. probably tripled from our podcast, but our numbers, our download numbers are lower. So I am looking at that. Like, I don't want them to go down. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not saying yeah. like, I don't care. Like, of course I have a strategy to be trying to get our podcast in front of more people, which is why I love having conversations like this, right? Somebody hears me on your show and checks out my show. And then maybe they'll, you know, like, you just don't know where it's going to go. Right. So I think the these kinds of conversations mm -hmm. are great to have again, to just kind of get that visibility to attract the right people to, to what you do. hundred percent getting into these other networks. Right. So yeah. I love it. Karen, what would you say is your biggest focus for 2023 with the podcast and with even the business as well? Yeah. You know what? I, I am really determined to keep this as minimalist as possible. You know, I do not need to, I'm not the kind of person that creates a new program every month. We are not doing that. Um, one of the things that we started doing that I really enjoy, so I think we're going to continue to do that, is we started to do monthly roundtables because I feel like with my podcast, I'm talking at people. When I do webinars, I'm talking at people. And I wanted to have an opportunity to, to talk with people. So we started to do monthly connect, LinkedIn connection roundtables where I can kind of like, there's a little bit of talking at people, but then the, the people can jump in and with their questions or their concerns or things they want to brainstorm around. And it's really, uh, it's really been working well. So, because again, it's, to me, it's, it's more intimate marketing. And I know that's what's working now. It's certainly what's working more for me. So I'm not looking at having more products and services. What I am looking to do is find more creative ways to be able to bring my message to people on the front end so that, you know, um, so that it's bringing more people into our products and services. Love it. Amazing. Well, this is so exciting for you. Um, you know, if anyone's looking to connect with you, I mean, you have some amazing offers and, you know, the service that you can provide is excellent. So what would be the best way to go ahead and reach out to you? Well, LinkedIn is always a great way. Karen Yankovich .com. Uh, I'm sorry. And, and I'm Karen Yankovich everywhere across social media. Um, but if you go to Karen Yankovich.com slash masterclass, we have a, um, a free masterclass that just kind of outlines what I talked about here, that, that um, credibility connection and conversations process, because it is, it is, you know, when people think about LinkedIn, I know you're getting spammed in your inbox. I know you're getting a lot of crazy cold outreach. But I don't want you to not use LinkedIn because of that, because LinkedIn absolutely can be your money tree. So I want you to ignore all of that and then just have a simple credibility connection conversation process that keeps your calendar full of the kinds of people that can elevate your business. I love it. I love it. Guys. This has been amazing. And Karen, thank you so much for coming along today because it has been a pleasure. I know, to, I mean, to talk about these things that really matter and, you know, it's exciting. It's exciting that 2023 is coming and, you know, we're all 
able to make these connections nowadays, you know, through podcasting, through LinkedIn, all those things, and, um, you know, be really successful with it. So thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to come on. Brittany, thank you so much for having me. It's been fun fun chatting with you. Absolutely. My pleasure. Uh, Group, if you're listening and enjoyed, please like and subscribe. If you're a six-figure entrepreneur or higher and would like to come on, just like Karen Yankofoot. No, did I totally just butcher that? (laughs) Karen Yankovich. Did I say that right, Karen? You did say it right, yep. Perfect. Just like Karen did today, share your journey, talk about your business and podcast. Please go to top100interview.com. We'd love to have you on as well. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, Karen. Catch you on the next one. Thanks for having me, Brittany. Hey everyone, I hope you really enjoyed that episode. As always, if you want to listen to more daily interview content, make sure you subscribe. And here's three ways I can help you in your business for free. One, check out my video on how we're building a pipeline that produces 30 plus prime sales calls every single week using podcast setters and a basic interview funnel. And this is actually how I was able to quit social media forever. You can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash setters. Two, if you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast, we actually want to interview you on one of our top 100 shows. Head to top100interview.com and then three, download our podcast closing formula. It shows you how to create a podcast sales team that books out your sales calendar each week using the podcast closing client attraction method. And you can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash podcast formula. Now at podcastclosing.com, we help six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts create a system for predictable client acquisition without relying on paid advertising or social media by building out podcast sales teams. Now, if you want help turning your podcast into a high ticket client acquisition machine, then book a call with our team to see how we can help. Go to podcastrebels.com forward slash chat. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next interview.